Hello, everybody, and welcome to this very special Friendsgiving special episode of Viturium Awakening, uh, brought to you from the world of Viturium, but somewhere different than our main story. Uh, I am the Dungeon Master, Robin Caulfield, as always, and tonight's Master of Ceremonies, as we have three contestants on... Viturium Food Wars. Uh, tonight, from Kana, we have Renee playing Bjorn. Ahoy! My name is Bjorn. And I'm Renee. <laughs> and Bjorn is a King Ku. Uh, and uh, he, him pronouns for Bjorn. Uh, she, her pronouns for me. Thank you. Uh, and we have Sick playing. Hey, uh, this is James. I typically play Sick. Uh, I will James. be playing Al or it's Alabaster, funny. the bugbear cook from Tenenborough. Or uh, basically, it's just Al. I'm a country cook from Tenenborough. Uh, and we have Sil playing. What's up, nerds? I'm Velis. <laughs> centaur cook from uh well far away desert area valeria valeria yeah that one velis valeria it's hard to miss she her pronouns for both of for both of us also hi it's sylvia uh and i will be playing the warforged master of ceremonies the host of viturium food wars jack the knife cabbage jack cabbage for short we have three unnamed judges in this show tonight and uh this is a special episode so that um i can take this holiday week off from editing and dming and give everybody else a break as well uh but more importantly give myself a break that i never ever ever give myself uh and on that note love your friends eat good food and let's see who wins this year's edition of viturium food wars we open in a beautiful sort of uh amphitheater um there are three separate uh, sort of mini kitchens, refrigerators and pantries stocked with all sorts of ingredients from all over the continent uh, so that you can make whatever it is you choose, uh, depending on what the secret ingredients are, of course. Uh, as every good cooking show does, we have a twist, a mysterious twist that will be revealed later in the show. Uh, and we see a single spotlight comes down we see behind three sort of silhouetted, you know, uh, like the banker and dealer no deal uh, when it's like, OK, let's make a deal like on the phone. What does the banker want to give you for your briefcase? Uh, but you have three judges behind three mysterious panes with a slot to put your your food dish in um, and coming out to 
the orchestral band and a roaring amount of applause from the absolutely jam-packed, crowded theater of fans from all over the world uh, who come to this sort of mega bowl of cooking. Jack the Knife Cabbage, a warforged wearing a beautiful black, pink, and bedazzled tuxedo walks out center stage, uh, sort of claps with the fans, takes it all in, and, you know, sort of quiets them down before speaking. Hello, everybody. I'm Jack the Knife Cabbage, your favorite Food Wars host, here to bring you tonight's all-star challenge with three cooks from around the world, highly regarded for their specialty dishes. Let me introduce Bjorn from Kana. Hello, everybody. Ahoy, I'm, my name is Bjorn. Uh, and the spotlight opens up over you, Bjorn. The crowd cheers. Some music plays as, you know, your kitchen is now illuminated in a uh, sort of gentle uh, red light um, just for introductory purposes. And we cut back to Jack. And let's introduce our next contestant all the way from Tenaboro, Alabaster. Woo! <laughs> Uh, Al will just ra raise one of his very long arms and just, uh, hello, everybody. And now your kitchen illuminates in blue. And we cut back to Jack once more after the crowd cheers for you, Al. Uh, and everyone's getting a different amount of cheers, you know, different people from different countries all represented here. Uh, in this neutral territory here in the empire of the tour, as Jack now points to the third and final blacked out kitchen. And let's give it up for our last all-star contestant, Valise, Valise, Vel, Vel from Valeria. Uh, it's Velis. Velis from Valeria. What's up, guys? <laughs> and Velis, your uh, kitchen illuminates in a, a, a gentle green light um, as the crowd now cheers for all three of you uh, ready for what's to come. For those of you who are new to our show, let me explain the rules. There will be three rounds with three dishes that will all be graded individually for each chef. You'll have to make an appetizer, a main course, and a dessert featuring whichever round's special ingredient I announce. You won't know until the round has started, or is about to start, rather, and you will deliver each dish after each round to all three of our mysterious judges all hailing from noble houses here in the empire tonight. Ooh. Who knows? Maybe the emperor himself is back there. Ooh. Uh, so make sure not to disappoint. 
Uh, first, we have the appetizer round. You'll each have one hour to prepare whatever appetizer you choose, whether it be a soup, a salad, a bread, a pastry, what have you. We want to see the foods from your origins, the foods you grew up with. If I had a stomach, I would be eating each and every one of your dishes myself, I'm sure. But I don't. I don't even have a real mouth. So that's why I'm the host. So without further ado, our first secret ingredient in honor of me, is cabbage. Cabbage in your appetizer, folks. Good luck. And when I ring this bell and your lights turn back to normal, the race is on. And Jack rings the bell. And your lights go to normal. The whole stage is lit up. You each have your own uh, cooking area. So... The secret ingredient is cabbage, everybody. Uh, and we will go one by one, switching from all three of you, and you will describe the dish that you are making. Uh, well, first, uh, Bjorn turns to his two opponents and says, make sure not to disappoint. Hate it. Love it. Hate it. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, Jack obviously understand understanding uh the kenku's expertise in mimicry uh just claps uh loving <laughs> loving it loving every second of it um maybe maybe it's because you know he's programmed to love it maybe not but uh you know this is jack jackknife's specialty um and you know what let's start with bjorn uh, I won't ask you all to just to express the, I won't tell you, I won't ask you all to tell me, uh, the name of the dish until the end of the round. Uh, first let's start with Bjorn. What ingredients are you grabbing? You have anything you want at your disposal in the pantry, in the refrigerator, realistically, they're magic. They can give you anything you want, and you have spells at your disposal uh, to cook, to decorate, to do whatever, uh, whatever you need. So, well, obviously, uh, he he has cabbage at the center table that he adds to his uh, cooking space, uh, and immediately goes to start gathering some kenku staples as that seems to be the theme for this round uh lots of berries lots of nuts and like every can or jar of of nuts he just like sticks under his wing and just like kind of waddles back to the station with them all all uh tucked in i love it uh and jack um naturally has to commentate every little thing that is going on for the audience and for those at home those here present, and for the judges behind the panels. And it looks like Bjorn is off to a start. We got a lot of berries here, so very curious what that could be, especially with cabbage. I wonder how the berries and the cabbage will complement each other in this first dish for Bjorn. Uh, and we, we pan over to 
you, Al, what ingredients are you grabbing? Uh, is it is this um, Jack asking or is this is Robin asking? Okay. Okay. I was imagining like a, a cooking show where the camera just kind of zooms in and then I, I'm, Al is grabbing things and well, well, you know, I'm I'm just I want to get some carrots because carrots blend really nice with yep. the with cabbage. I'm gonna get a little bit of red cabbage and some green cabbage and then you know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need some of those. Uh, definitely going to need to grab a, a little bit of mayonnaise from that jar over there of the Mystic, you know, that jar that just fills up with whatever. Um, additionally, I'm going to need some, you know, white pepper, regular pepper, some salt, some sugar. You might know where I'm going with this one, some vinegar. I'm going to put some paprika in there as well, but don't worry to go with my rustic cooking style. I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to need some garlic powder, onion powder, a little bit of that uh, truffle oil over there is going to be really nice when I start frying up my special ingredient that I'm going to be doing. But overall, I, I think, uh, you know, I think the judges are really going to like my, uh, my kind of home style country uh country cooking uh i think they'll be really pleased i think they'll be really pleased with what i'm about to prepare for them uh and the camera you know focused on you that whole time as you sort of go through as they're like sort of walking through the kitchens and cutting between all three i also have big arms so i can literally just carry everything from the kitchen from like the store like i have reach you know so i like i have bags and bags of food in my arms right now love it i think i'm gonna do it uh and we cut back to jack and it looks like al might be making something that really goes heavy on the cabbage with a lot of different spices i can't wait to wonder what it tastes like as i already do and like i do with many foods because once again i cannot eat because i am a robot and we cut to you, uh, Velis. Uh, what ingredients are you grabbing as the camera now uh, focuses on you? Uh, Velis uh, wordlessly goes over to the kitchen and begins immediately uh, loading spices into a couple of bags that she has on either side of her centaur body. Um, some uh a bunch of herbs, uh, different kinds, uh, tons of garlic, uh, some cumin, paprika, uh, lemons, um, black pepper, ginger, turmeric, uh, cayenne pepper, uh, a couple of olives, and uh, some vinegar and olive oil, and uh, immediately like carries all of that back over to her station and begins to uh, quarter the cabbage um deftly mm-hmm. uh and we we cut back to to jack now this is incredible folks i am my mouth is just watering oil over here as you know velis looks to be taking a similar route but still slightly different then Al is, I mean, I see a lot of spices. Is that some some lemons with the cabbage? Ooh, boy, this is going to be a good one. I can already tell. I wonder what these three are cooking up. Uh, and we cut back to you, Bjorn. Uh, so you're preparing uh, whatever this appetizer is now. Um, and now the cameras are, you know, back in your kitchen. 
uh, sort of doing that like side shot, like side and then up as you're like, you know, doing whatever with your cabbage and everything. Uh, so what is Bjorn currently working on? <laughs> I forgot my name was Bjorn for a second. <laughs> I love that. I'm over here with pictures of cabbage pulled up on Google. <laughs> um, yeah, so so Bjorn has uh, very much gone to focus after a brief taunt of his opponents in the very first uh, first bit. Now mm-hmm. it's it's all focus. Uh, there is no talking to the camera like Al has been doing, uh, in part because that's just very taxing, and the focus now is on cooking. So uh, the the uh, big leaves around the cabbage have come off and are set aside. Uh, and and the the white at the, the middle is now being chopped up. Um, all of the berries have kind of been sorted into, uh, into bowls as well as uh, the nuts. Um, and they, uh, they have a pan heating up with, uh, with oil in it as well. Cool. Uh, so, and, and you all notice, um, all of, all of these cameras are, you know, just different Warforged who have like cameras built like into their, their chests. So it's them walking. Sometimes their, their eyes sort of gyroscope or, uh, something out like a tel- like a, um, like a spyglass. Uh, zoom to get lens. Like, yeah, zoom lens uh, to get a closer, like a closer shot rather than the wide shot that they're getting with, with their chest cameras. Uh, and uh, we switch to you, Al. What is what is Al currently working on? Uh, so at this point, you would also see that Al took time to put on various hairnets over their arms, head, and face. Um, <laughs> they they actually kind of pull down while the cameras come over. The, the hairnet that goes across, because they're a bugbear, they're hairy. It's all over the place. They don't want to get in the food. They don't want to taint the like the recipe, the appetizer that they're about to present these judges. They don't know who the judges are, right? So hairnets everywhere, tight, all over. They pull down. You can see they, they've just been feverishly chopping this cabbage really small into thin strands, and they're mixing it with carrots. They're like, you know, I, I just thought maybe you can guess. I mean, this is pretty, pretty simple. I was thinking a really nice sweet coleslaw. Could, would be a nice nice part of this appetizer combined with my kind of special ingredient thing I'm going over here. He stop he stops cutting and he goes over. And you just see that he has this this dough, this combination of like cornmeal and flour and a couple other things. That he's he's rolled into balls. He he's already dropping them into a pan, sizzling them and like spooning oil over. He's like, Shh, these puppies are going to be my secret ingredient. Wink. Uh, cool. And we we cut back to Jack who is just, you know, so excited. Oh boy, looks like Al is cooking up something interesting. I can't wait to see what that little secret he's working on over there is. I am so excited to not be able to eat this food as much as I definitely am programmed to want to. And uh, we cut to you, Velis. Uh, what are What are you working on? I forgot I was muted. Excuse me. <laughs> I love it. We're all on point today. So, uh, Velis uh, has been very busy uh, washing the cabbage, 
kind of deftly uh, and quickly discarding the inner core of the the vegetable, um, and then immediately uh, hauling a pot of salted uh, water um, onto the stove, bringing that to a boil, and. Uh, uh, once it's like boiling, uh, dropping it in and just letting it uh, begin to cook. All right. Uh, so uh, we cut back to Jack one last time. Uh, well, not one last time. There's going to be a lot of Jack in this show. Uh, and Jack uh, sort of walks over. No microphone needed because Jack's voice just booms. You know, it, it's it. He's got built in microphones and everything. Jack is a. Uh, highly advanced piece of technology, uh, specifically built to be perfect at this. Um, oh boy, looks like, okay, we got some water boiling over here at Velis's station. I'm so excited. The judges, I can all, I can feel their taste buds salivating for whatever food these three are cooking up. This is gonna be incredible. I am so thrilled to see what is coming up. Um, and the cameras sort of switch between you all for a while as the time begins to tick down. Uh, looks like we've got about 10 minutes left in this round, folks, as the clock is ticking. It's time for these individual cooks to finish up their appetizers, get them on the plates and get them ready for presenting to the judges. Um, and uh, now uh, I want you all to, uh, we'll go one by one as we did before. Uh, tell me what dish you made and how you're presenting it to the judges. Uh, let's start as we have this round with you, Bjorn. Um, I forgot about naming as part of this competition. Renee is going to take two seconds to see <laughs> if there's uh, a cute pun. Um, Sylvia also didn't realize that that was my one chance to describe what the cooking process was like. I'm definitely doing more than just boiling cabbage. <laughs> um, no, same. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can use this time to sort of, you know, do the rest of that stuff. Like, ex like describe it like, oh, I okay. was doing this. I was making this. And now we're plating it. We're doing this. And this is what I've got. Cool. So uh, Velis is going to also pull out like a mortar and pestle and uh, begin to deftly chop all of the herbs, um, put those in there uh, along with some whole spices and start to just grind uh, into a, a bit of a paste, set that aside, uh, put a pan on the stove, flare that up with some oil in it, uh, glance over at the cabbage, realize it's just about done, toss it out. Uh, and then quickly chop it into very fine pieces, like almost, uh, almost like she's put it in a food processor. Um, and then immediately into the pan and the oil and cooking all the spices into it. Um, and then, uh, plating and drizzling, uh, what was in the mortar and pestle on top, plating with some olives and some lemon slices and flatbreads. Okay. 
Bjorn. Ah, uh, uh, Bjorn has taken out a, a piece of paper and uh, written Cabberry dumplings uh, to take and has now waddled up to Jack and handed it, uh, handed it up. Uh, great. Okay. So um, naturally you all have three uh, individual little uh, plates for each judge. Naturally. Um, and, uh, you know, Jack, uh, once you all eventually bring your thing to them, places it on the the sort of tray in front of each judge's silhouette, but they don't touch it yet. As Bjorn, you get your dish in on time. Uh, and we, the camera moves to Al as you begin to wrap up as well. Yeah, uh, Al is finishing up a, a sauce that they're working on. You just see that they have some crushed, uh, they're, they're working fervently. They do let out a big, as, as they sneeze, uh, um, these smoked chipotle peppers really, you know, they hit the lungs, they hit the lungs hard as, as Al is trying to just mix it into some ranch, create this nice spicy, spicy coolness for, for their plated dish. Right now they're finishing up. Um, Al looks over towards Jack and, and the camera's just like, yo, I like to call these my Rocky Mountain Hush puppies. Uh, uh, I served with a side of uh, a Chipotle ranch and, and served definitely on a bed of, uh, of a, a, a nice sweet coleslaw, you know, to really cut, cut through that, that spiciness that's going to be hidden within these hush puppies. Love it. Love it. Uh, okay. And you bring your plate up to Jack and uh, they are placed in front of the judges as we now switch back to you, Velis, as well. I am going to... Sorry. No, you're fine. Oh, okay. um, yes. Al is panting at this point. Just, <laughs> it's hot in here. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Velis doesn't have a drop of sweat on her. She's, she's completely chill. <laughs> uh she kind of calmly walks her her plate over to the judge's table and says this is a uh, traditional uh we we call it uh zelix but uh it's it's a it's like a cabbage salad but it's like also a dip you can kind of make it a few different ways but uh, i decided on this because uh, it's an appetizer, so uh, you dip the bread in it. It's good. Yeah. Incredible. And as all your dishes arrive in front of the three judges, time expires and Jack comes walking over now as it is time for the judges to taste your appetizers. And Jack comes front and center as you all, you know, stand. Typical, like cooking show hands behind the back or like hands folded like right in front of you as you stand there anxiously waiting to find out how you did uh so jack stands as the the plates slot the the sort of 
uh, tray that the plates were all placed in slide behind this partition uh, sort of through it. And you can see the silhouettes beginning to eat the dishes. Uh, so uh, we will now roll to find out how your dishes did. Uh, we will make we will make a cooking roll and a decoration roll. Uh, so whether you put a plus two and a minus two to either of those, or you're rolling with plus zero, let me know. Um, I will allow you to, uh, if you do a plus two minus two, uh, change that to either one in any round. If you do a plus zero, however, uh, you will just use the plus zero naturally for the rest of the show. So once again, tell me what your dish is at least called uh, and then make a cooking roll with a D20 plus whatever, and then a decoration roll plus whatever. Let's start with you, Bjorn. Hold on, I gotta grab dice. Let's start with you, Al. Uh, thank you. Um, my my dish was the Rocky Mountain Hush Puppies served with a side of coleslaw uh, as uh, my appetizer. Uh, we'll go with these dice. That one's cocked. I feel bad about that one. Um, <laughs> so so it, it was cocked and it was like between two numbers since I was rolling on a notebook and then it got a 20. Um, I was just going to do zeros across the board. Okay. So my my bake, because that was what I rolled first, was a 16. And okay. then my uh, decorate was a 20. I don't know how you could really decorate hush puppies in coleslaw very nice. Maybe it's just a bed of coleslaw with the hush puppies placed on top with a drizzle of uh, Chipotle ranch on top. So you get an equal distribution per bite. You know, and it's a completely vegetarian. I used, uh, I used truffle oil to cook the... The hush puppies get that added earthy quality to it. You know, the real aromics, aroma put in there. Yep. I love it. And as we see the judges go ahead and taste your dish, uh, the response from the silhouette seems very positive from all three judges. The judge in the middle, however, seems to be thrilled. Uh, seems to have enjoyed it the most. As we go to you, Bjorn. Uh, Bjorn has uh, plated all of these dishes and is now uh, uh, standing in front of the judges looking expectantly at Jack. Jack looks expectantly at you as well. Bjorn, <laughs> Bjorn <laughs> takes over the same piece of paper. <laughs> that he did earlier and shows it to Jack again. It says, uh, Cadbury dumplings. Cadbury dumplings. And, uh, Bjorn, Bjorn claps and walks back to the judges. And then in a flourish of their feathers, uh, shows off this dish. Um, the, the dish itself, uh, is well plated to the tune of a 14. Um, it is, uh, there's like a, a soup ladle swirl of this uh, this chili wild berry jam that they have made. 
on top of this swirl are the the dumplings that they've made themselves. So uh, the the jam itself is very chunky. Uh, these these berries, some berries were uh, were ground up, but others were left whole and uh, and roasted very quickly with um, with some of the the nuts as well to so give it a, a nice cooked nutty flavor um, and then um, all of that was uh, mixed with the the uh, again grilled um, interior of the cabbage to create kind of it's it is kind of like a, a coleslaw mix within this this jam but only because I don't know how else to describe <laughs> the way this cabbage is cut mm-hmm. um, and then inside uh, each that is all packed within the outer leaves of the cabbage which are tied off um, with steamed and steamed um, with rice noodle ties at the top um, and they are uh, they were like I said steamed once packed and so they're they're nice and soft with that kind of like crisp quickly seared interior um, and uh, chili wild berry mix of flavors awesome uh, oh the flavor is a 15 so 15 all yes. right uh and the judges eat your dish and uh you know there's there seems to be like a delay at first with uh one of the judges like hmm what is this and they're just kind of like really giving it like a, a nice look through uh and then they all eat it and the response there as well is positive uh from all three of the judges um uh, as bjorn says kanku specialty love that um and you know jack just loving it eating every bit of it up metaphorically speaking of course because as we've established jack has no mouth uh as uh velis we go to you uh velis presents her dish and uh the plate is kind of shallow and uh decorated in kind of an x formation with uh lemon wedges with uh, another couple of lemons uh, in the center, olives kind of spaced between them, and a sprinkling of what looks to be uh, herbs and oil on top um, with a very neat plate of flatbreads next to it. Um, she says this is called uh, Zaltax. It's uh, a dip with cabbage uh, and spices. Uh, enjoy. And uh, the cooking roll that I made was a 19. Mm-hmm. The decoration roll was a 17. So I'd like to apply the plus two to decoration to do two 19s. And you can see kind of some of the um, residual steam so, coming off. So it's a plus two and a minus two. Oh, I see. So if I take a plus two, it's a minus two the other. Yes. Okay, that is fine. So, so bake is 19, decor is 17. Okay. Straight roll. Your food, Velis, uh, the judges, uh, the response seems very good. 
uh, just immediately, and then they begin to eat it, and the response remains uh, positive through that experience. Um, It seems to be a very similar response uh, to the one Bjorn got. I'm sorry, that to the one Al got. You all got positive responses, though. Uh, as we cut to Jack now, as we prepare to start the next round, the main course. So exciting. Um, and we cut to Jack. So the judges are keeping score throughout this whole contest, and the best total score through all three rounds will decide the winner. I can't wait to read the judges' scorecards at the end of this, but. For now, we get to my personal favorite section of our little game here, the main course. Here, we have our secret ingredient. Drum roll, please. And uh, Jack just kind of holds up a hand where there's a little speaker and it plays a very comical drum roll. Thank you, hand. And a light flashes on a table that uh, contains the special ingredient, which is French bread. Like a, a very specific French bread. And we pivot back to Jack. Chefs, you have one hour, much like the previous round, to cook a main course that must feature our secret ingredient of French bread. If it does not, you will earn zero points for this round. So don't forget to grab your bread. Once again, we want to know the food of your home. And the bell goes off and we'll reverse the order this time and begin with you, Velis. Uh, what ingredients are you grabbing? And uh, much like the first round, we'll do ingredients, we'll do cooking of ingredients, and then sort of just final presentation, finishing touches of the dish uh, before we go to the judges. So, uh, Velis, ingredients, as the camera comes back to you. Hey, so uh, Velis is going to be grabbing onions, garlic, oil, salt, ginger, turmeric, cinnamon, black pepper, cayenne pepper, uh, parsley, cilantro, and then heads over to the produce and picks out some uh, carrots, uh, some honey, some chickpeas, and some chili peppers. And lastly, snatches a few raisins before heading back over to the kitchen. Okay. Um, and now we switch to Al once again. Ingredients. Okay, okay. I, I... I've, I've been thinking about this all day. It's, it's not quite like a Denborough recipe, but it is one that I learned when I was traveling abroad in Venturium. You know, I, I 
I uh, saw this really neat dish, so I'm just going to take I'm going to take that bread. I'm going to take the Vitrium French roll that that we have there. Uh, I'm going to need some tomato, a little bit of lamb. I'm going to need that seared, uh, a little bit of basil. I see. I've been eyeballing that fig vinaigrette over there. I'm going to steal that with some salt, some pepper, plenty of that. Tomatoes, secret ingredient, Guatemala olives. Watch out for this one. <laughs> Uh, this one shot was a mistake because now I am starving and we're uh, only in round two as we this go. I cooked, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and we go to you, Bjorn. So Bjorn, again, pretty quiet chef, uh, goes directly in and, and starts grabbing some, uh, some squash, uh, some carrots as well. Uh, some mushrooms, uh, lots of garlic, lots. And uh, of course, the French bed, bread for the table. Um, but also some, some thinly sliced uh, mozzarella cheese uh, that they are, um, they're quickly sawing through before they, they uh, start chopping the veggies into very small um, less than a, a quarter inch, um, large, large mints kind of thing. Cool. Uh, and we cut to Jack. Oh boy, I, this is my favorite part. We get to see the biggest, best, flashiest dishes out there. I cannot wait to see what these three are cooking up. Get it? Ha ha. And, uh, we go back to once again you Velis, the cooking portion the middle portion cool so uh Velis, can i uh, kind of look at the camera just, uh make it stew and uh she uh, is sauteing onions and garlic in oil uh in a very large skillet that she's taking a heavy iron lid off of uh, it's slowly adding in all of her spices and uh, cooking those down um, before adding uh, some uh, water, some broth, uh, getting that simmering and then uh, chopping the carrots and chucking those in and letting that, uh, letting that hang out for a little bit. I love it. Jack loves it. The judges are curious. You know, you see some of their silhouettes moving, like trying to trying to maybe peek around, but ultimately they can't see anything. As we go back to you, Al. Oh, oh, th thanks, thanks, Jack, for the, it's warm in here, but but thanks for the for the opportunity. You know, uh, just adjusting some hairnets at the moment. You see Al uh, cleaning out a cast iron pan. It's already hot kind of waving around it's a little too hot he's adjusting the heat you know you, i'm gonna put the lamb on you you got to cook the lamb shanks low and slow low and slow is the way to go keep it real simple put a little bit of rosemary some butter salt in there with a little bit of pepper a little bit of onion uh, as well maybe a couple shallots to really sear in that flavor you got to sear in that flavor and while that's cooking over off to the side this is when you cut up the bread so you got to cut it up into these nice little cubes we're not going to cook them at all what we're actually going to be doing is cutting these tomatoes and the basil, a little bit of mozzarella cheese. You pull that apart, you throw it in, and I'm just going to drizzle. I'm just drizzle heartily this fig 
balsamic reduction down right over and you mix it in now i got hairy paws i'm not going to be using my hands you got to use you got to use the utensils use some tongs you got to use some tongs you know health safety 101 again i don't want to i don't want to mess with my dish with putting any hair in and we go to you bjorn uh so robin yes i'm going to ask your permission but i already did it um <laughs> i went ahead and rolled for a uh, taste and presentation so that i could know if something goes wrong in the cooking process go for it that's all right with you yeah okay, absolutely cool. um so, and, and i will say uh if you if you do that um whatever whatever you roll is what you rolled. However, if you have a spell at your disposal, because I did make all three of these characters magic, that can potentially save whatever you tell me goes wrong, I may allow you a reroll. We'll see if it comes to that. I don't even want to. Beautiful. Love it. Um. So... Uh, this dish, Bjorn has chopped up all of these veggies, uh, thrown them into roast and, uh, started, uh, and has also quickly roasted the, the bread as well. So that it's gotten this real crisp, uh, buttered first, then roasted very crisp top. Um, and then in a pan, they've just dumped in a lot of garlic and a few other things, but it's hard to tell because mostly it's a lot of garlic. Um, and they uh, keep like looking at the, the pan and then looking back at like the bulbs of garlic that they have left over and then breaking off a few and sticking them in the oven with the roasted veggies. Um, and, and yeah, that's the, that's the entirety of their run right now. <laughs> I love it. Um, and if you do do those rolls, uh, don't let me know. Uh, describe whatever may happen. If it happens, I want to be surprised when we get to the roll portion. Uh, yeah. But Velis, it is up. No, we go to Jack. Uh, as Jack uh, seems to be sort of looking around, a uh, little concerned, looking over in, uh, you know, Bjorn's direction. Ooh boy, I am very curious to see how the judges respond to all three of these dishes. I cannot wait to see the final product. This is going to be our biggest main course portion of this show yet. I can already smell it, but not really because I don't have a nose. Um, and we uh, go to the plating and uh, reveal portion. Uh, as you bring your dishes up to the judges, the clock running down on time. We're down to about two minutes. Uh, so, Velis, your main course, please. Uh, hey, uh, and she is, she, she takes the last few minutes to um, drop in some chickpeas and the chilies, the raisins, the honey, uh, making sure everything's reduced and thickened up. And she's plating this in a big uh, kind of family style serving bowl uh, with a very large spoon and uh, slicing the French bread and kind of placing it along the outside. Um, 
the uh, bringing the dish over to the table uh, still kind of uh, steaming. Um, she sits it down. And she goes, "Stew, got done." <laughs> Stew, love it. Uh, and your cooking and decoration roll, please. Uh, yeah, so I got a uh, 16 on the cooking roll and a 10 on the decoration roll. Wonderful. Okay. Um, so uh, the judges uh, begin uh, to eat your soup and uh, the, the response is interesting it seems positive mostly as we go to al okay <laughs> al plates the lamb shank panzanella with one shank in the center rested you know just kind of circled by this this bread style salad with the fig reduction in there um they got a 13 on the cooking it, um, okay roll however the the presentation there's not a lot of color contrast in there besides the panzanella so it's only an 11 uh with that one it's it's a straightforward dish it's it it's just hearty it's one of those things that you're going to eat on a cool a cold night during winter maybe when your bread is left over and you've got those lambs that uh you know lamb is a is a delicacy in tenenbaugh that's why i decided to pick it you know really really blend the two favorites there there you go. There, there you go. Um, is it warm in here? Or is it just me? I, whew, I need a haircut when we're done. And uh, the judges uh, take take the food, and uh, you also get an interesting, seemingly positive response as we go to you, Bjorn. Your dish, please. So. Um... Uh, this time, the paper that Bjorn hands Jack reads uh, Spring Flatbreads. Spring Flatbreads! And they're plated on these plates uh, just next to each other. Each one has has two kind of strips of this, this flatbread. Um, next to each other are uh, <laughs> the, the veggies are not as colorful as they were when they oh, no. went into the oven. In fact, they are pretty crisp around the edges. Um, and while the, the, the fun of that texture and flavor is there, they have lost their uh, visual appeal um, and are largely colored by these slices of mozzarella that are melting over the top. Um, but even underneath the layer of veggies is a layer that reeks of garlic and, uh, these bright kinku eyes look at the judge's silhouettes as Bjorn says, garlic, mm, garlic, <laughs> Love and, it. uh, the, <laughs> This this flatbread also has like a uh, roasted garlic kind of uh, chopped and and drizzled on top, but unfortunately those were roasted a bit long too. So there are some some crispy bits in what is what should be just a, a very light uh, melt in your mouth type garlic. 
so I think it's safe to say that with a three and a four on presentation and flavor that I have decided to keep for the fun of it. Um, uh. Yeah, this is this is not very well plated uh, in that it's it's lost the beauty potential it had and unfortunately uh, is very heavy on the garlic. So where Bjorn thinks you can't go wrong, uh, maybe you can go a little heavy for like a cooking show. <laughs> um, so you your dishes arrive at, at the judges and there is a significant delay. Uh, there is a lot of hesitation uh, and the response is it seems not positive, but not entirely negative. Uh, but it also doesn't seem like much of anything. Uh, there's there's just a very plain response. This is very much a pretty good if you cooked it at home dish, uh, but not not the level or caliber expected on Vigerium mm-hmm. Food Wars. <laughs> Uh, so we we switch to we pan to Jack now. Wow, we all those dishes looked delicious to me. But again, I don't have a mouth and I don't eat food. So what do I know? I'm just here for the fun of it, everybody. Uh, and uh, we now after return. three rounds of not much response in the small studio audience to Jack. Uh, <laughs> Bjorn opens his mouth and just uh, this like laugh track comes out (laughs) of like varying different laughs. It's like yuck 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 yuck, and then it's like and and so just like uh, all manner of of laughs um, at pretty much every line that Jack says this round, and then uh, gives like a feather up whenever the camera pans to him. Uh, Ellis, uh, Velis looks over at Bjorn and says, you might be in the wrong line of work. <laughs> uh, and, oh my God. Uh, we pan back to you all now standing in front of your kitchen, sta- kitchen stations and we pan back to Jack in the middle. And now it's time for our final round. It is go time, everybody. It is the dessert round. And I cannot wait to reveal our extra special ingredient here tonight. We have two, two special ingredients. That's the first time here on Materium Food Wars. And both of these ingredients are exceptionally rare. One of them we know for certain none of these three chefs have ever worked with nor have tasted. I love this portion because it's kind of like I'm cooking since I can't taste. Now, our secret ingredients. We have. <laughs> we Just have... heavy panting over here. <laughs> We have acquired by monks in the Thorn Serpents Archipelago a rare fruit 
known for its sourness, its bitterness, and its citrusiness, the Tyus fruit, named after the god most famously known for creating all of us. Uh, and the like. <laughs> And that's Renee laughing, but pretend it's Bjorn too. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the the light flashes on this uh, this first of two ingredients. It is a very just kind of severe evil looking fruit. Like it, it's it's sort it's got a very similar uh, base as a dragon fruit. It's very, uh, you know, it's got these bristles that are just coming off very sharp um, all the way around. And then the fruit begins to sort of grow and twist um, very much in like a gourd-like sort of spiral staircase-esque way um, as the base is sort of purple and like violet. Uh, that turns to a green in the middle, very like abruptly. And at the top, um, there is a sort of fuzzy moss-like sort of cap to this fruit. Um, And it's like a black moss uh, that sort of rests on top of this uh, sort of green top. Um, And the light now flashes towards the second ingredient, and these were acquired by our finest dragon hunters. We have three, one for each contestant, ancient red dragon scales for you to use in your dish. This is so exciting. Uh, the scales are uh, essentially the size of an average human like face uh as jack motions to the ingredients and uh this time we will do a uh sort of cooking preparation one and then the uh plating dish name rather than the first ingredient stage yes Uh, can i ask a question yes what would a possible real life combination or comparison be for red dragon scales um i would yeah say, I, was, I was gonna say some of that <laughs> um okay uh let's see um a real life comparison um okay imagine a like three thousand year old fossil of tree bark okay it is a very it is one of the hardest substances like okay you know what even better just a slice of bedrock the the hardest substance i can and that's also how it tastes uh i you know if i have to think about how a dragon scale tastes um if it's just the scale yes it probably would take it would probably taste like biting a ceramic plate um but we're chefs here. You got to give us more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm working on is it. Is it salty? Like if I lick, like yeah, if we is lick it, it we'll, we'll, like just... we'll, 
will say there are um, bits of dragon flesh, uh, just sort of like a very thin layer of it. So it it tastes a little gamey, and uh, it's also definitely like you just licked the Pacific Ocean. I'm sorry, better better comparison, like you just licked the Dead Sea. Oh, I can work ultra with that. salt, got it. Okay, the saltiest. I, I can work with that. And hardest substance that's also a little gamey, like, you know, venison. Yeah, it's fun uh, because it's the two most ridiculous things I could think of. Um, We will start this round with Al. Okay, okay. So Al is over at the pantry grabbing the the Tyus fruit. Going to grab some eggs as well. So um, grabbing various... Yeah, graham crackers, uh, a lot of butter. We're, we're going to go with this. Um, taking a lick of that dragon scale, just gets the saltiness of it, knows exactly, obviously going to grab some sugar for what they're working on, and a, and some heavy whipping cream. Okay. Are you are you also taking a bite of the Thais fruit? Um. I'm I'm gonna do like a little wedge of it. I imagine it's very very sour, just um, like a sample little notch out of it. Yeah. So depending on which part of it you take a piece from, it tastes different. Um, so it's a fruit that it all it's all bitter, it's all sour, mm-hmm. but it also mm-hmm. all has a very different level of sort of sweetness and citrus to it. Depending on like the closer you get to the moss the sort of drier the fruit is. Um, mm-hmm. But down at the bottom, it's the juiciest fruit you've ever had. Um, the sort of pineapple needle type things are actually more like porcupine needles, uh, sort of pointing, like sticking out of each sort of square tile of this fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, like toothpicks, uh, but sharper. Just also as okay. a heads up. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, who will go to you second this time. Wait, who is first? Al went first. <laughs> Al went first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Vellis, uh, will walk over to the fruit and kind of pick it up gingerly, uh, pretty deftly. She's handled cacti before, so she kind of knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, gives it kind of a sniff and then uh you know gives uh different sections of it a taste and like kind of tries to connect the dots a little bit and then uh also like picks up a dragon scale oh it's heavier than she was expecting and gives it a sniff sniffs it again confusedly and then uh gingerly like takes out her tongue and like And touches her tongue to it and goes, oh, salt. Okay, cool. All right, we know what we're dealing with. Uh, let's make a cake. So she uh, grabs all of that stuff and then also decides to grab um, some flour, some eggs, some sugar, some oil, a little bit of yogurt, some cinnamon, nutmeg. Um, a few other spices and uh, gets cooking or baking, in, as the case may be. 
Incredible. Uh, okay, and we'll go to you, Bjorn. Yay! Okay, so uh, so Bjorn has uh, gathered, of course, this fruit um, as well as the dragon scales. And when they first, when he first picked up the dragon scales, he did a little bit of of like taste testing um, with his uh, beak and black cracked bird tongue that just kind of like oh, 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 around the edge of the scale. Um, and please enjoy my Foley work there, <laughs> audience. Um, and uh, he is pretty satisfied, squawks a little bit in surprise at some of the, the flavor uh, profiles that he's dealing with here, but that's okay. Um, and he takes it all back to, to the table and immediately starts, uh, oh, and grabs a lot of ice. Um, so, uh, oh, I should actually do the roll. Can I do the roll again to like know? Yeah, of course. What happens? Okay. Um. Was it was it bad? It looked so bad. It looked um, bad. So I'm gonna try and uh, and do um do my thing here. Uh, so I am starting off with um this this very sour fruit and while i've like started to miss miss up all of the the um uh very juicy part uh it is just too sour um so i kind of like think about it for a little while and even with the simple syrup that i've made and added it's just not it's not quite getting to the level of of sweet sour balance i need mm-hmm. and so i uh cast good berry okay and blend uh I, I cast two good berries actually in the the two slots that I have and um blend those to add in to give it a, a an additional flavor profile and uh sweetness also just something that will naturally like perk you up and make you feel good when this is uh eaten okay. and with that said, may I reroll my natural one? <laughs> you may. You yeah. may absolutely. Uh, and this will be your cooking roll. Uh, That's a natural well, 20. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry, I can't contain it. That's oh, that was so bad at first. From rags so to riches, folks. <laughs> Glorious. Incredible. Uh, we'll count that as your cooking roll. Uh, yep. And I'll I'll save your decorate roll for this next yep. round uh, as we the camera pans back to Jack. Oh boy! You know, for a second there, it looked like Bjorn might have lost this one just completely. But I can see that something interesting is happening over there. I am so excited! I cannot wait to see what these dishes look like. Dessert, I know, is our audience's favorite. Um, and one of our judges' favorites, too. This round could decide our winner. Um, as we now move to the plating and delivery of your dishes. We'll begin with Al once again. And then we'll go Bjorn and then Bellis. Um, 
Yeah, Al had a hard time using Mortar and Pestle, breaking off a little bit of that Dragon Scale. Actually going to be serving the dish on the remainder of the Dragon Scale. There's a lot there. Uh, just kind of give it that realistic nature. Uh, they've they've made a uh, <laughs> an ancient red dragon ra raspberry and Tyus fruit salt that they've sprinkled on top of a Tyus fruit reduction curd uh, that is... Uh, chilled on top of a very thin layer of cheesecake with a graham cracker crust. Um, and then just to top it off, because they had leftover raspberries that they used a little druid craft uh, to help move along, a tie, the juicy part of the Thais fruit and raspberry reduction, nice spoon underneath, pull out, you know, so it has that nice motion to it uh, that they, they are just calling... Um, uh, Tyus and Cream. Love it. Bjorn. Uh, this is an alcohol dessert, baby. Um, Bjorn has uh, blended all of this ice that they got um, and in little uh, shot glasses create, crafted these, uh, you know, I... I think they're beautiful, but compared to the the level of uh, opponents that they're up against, it's just not it's not quite the same. Um, it's they they've got this like yellowish color to them and a dusting of the uh, the the top uh, is uh, what's it called the the dragon scales, um, but the dragon scales. Uh, <laughs> He learned from Al's first experience of uh, the mortar and pestle and instead took one scale and just like hacked at the other until they had uh, some, some shavings <laughs> for it. Um, and so uh, they're these little shot glasses. They've got the yellow of, of the fruit uh, like and the simple syrup poured over the top of this, this um, ground ice. Um, so it's like a, a lovely little fade within the glass. And then uh, the top is garnished with uh, a, a curl of the moss from the top of the Thais fruit. Um, and the, so like a little bit of, of citrus, but there's that good berry flavor. So there's just like a little bit of like kind of pink swirl in the glass that's, uh, that just adds enough sweetness and that feel good that feel good feeling of drinking it. Um, it, it does have a, a level of liqueur in it, but not enough to, uh, to overwhelm it. It leans into the sweet fruit flavor, but that salt, uh, is, is used as a garnish around the rim of the glass. Um, and, uh, so, so the, so that's, that's done first is it's dipped in water and then in the, the, uh, dragon scale and then the garnish of citrus is placed on top of that. Um, Wonderful. so Bjorn is, is pretty proud of these. You can see like a little puffed up, uh, Kenku chest mm -hmm. and, uh, these are called, uh, um, Um, Tyus Cello's shaved ice. Love it. Velis. Uh, Velis, uh, 
essentially goes through the process of trimming off all of the spikes on the fruit, the talus fruit, and uh, slicing it into pretty uh, slices, the bottom of the fruit specifically, uh, the juiciest parts. And then uh, at first, uh, she uh, places the dragon scale directly on the stovetop and just begins and just puts the flame under it and lightly sears each slice of fruit for just a moment on either side to season um, before uh, then dunking it in sugar water and letting it cook, rinsing it off, seasoning again on the scale, dunking it in sugar water, cooking it for a minute. And, so, yeah, and doing this over and over again until slowly the fruit begins to take on this very beautiful uh, candied sheen. And uh, once that process is done, then it comes to the preparing of a cake batter. So it's, um, you know, real vanilla bean and cinnamon and nutmeg and uh, eggs mixed into this really um hefty batter um, that she pours into three individual springform pans. Uh, and uh, uh, but before before the batter goes in, the oranges go in first. And uh, then baking those off, bringing them out and revealing the most beautiful uh, upside down cakes with the candied oranges seated on top. Uh, some additional spiced orange syrup gets ladled over the top of each individual one topped with uh, a spoonful of uh, yogurt and cream just to cut through and garnished with just a little spritz of nutmeg on top of each one. Uh, my rolls were uh, a 17 and a 19. Um, so she's pretty proud of those and she brings it over and uh you can kind of tell like for the first time this whole time she's like actually excited baking seems to be the thing that she enjoys the most and uh she sets these down and she goes these are a rendition of a dish that i know my language we call heart of the sun uh, which is usually spiced citrus cake uh, quite dense. Uh, I I would also love to serve you some mint tea with that, if that's okay with you. And she, like, seemingly from nowhere, produces a pot of freshly brewed, hot, sweet mint tea. Oh, man. You know, I wasn't a dessert person until now. Al, what were your roles and the name of your dish one more time, please? Uh, I actually forgot to roll, so I'll roll now. Beautiful. Uh, 19 on cook, 12 on display. It was Tyus and Cream. Uh, closest rendition I could say to like a real world thing would be like a lemon curd cheesecake uh, with a raspberry sea salt sprinkles on top served on a dragon scale. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, and... Which uh, the dragon scale is is part is it is the salt within that. Mm -hmm. uh, raspberry sea salt cool uh and bjorn your decorate roll yeah uh, so i also forgot to roll but i did a second ago and i i think it was a little bit better than i maybe described um but only out of 13 
Uh, so I think that the only thing that's different is like the the unshaven sides of the scales are were put on ice and are now like the cool platter that these these are on. They're they have that layer of condensation, frozen condensation uh, over them, and these are kind of like twisted in there. And I am actually changing the name okay. to uh, Tyus Cello Shooters. Beautiful, love it. And and Bjorn goes with their little feathers uh i love feather, it feather guns um beautiful wonderful incredible oh, and natural 20 was the yeah that yeah. was the cooking yeah. and we cut back to jack as you all see the judges uh responding uh very differently um as far as the taste goes this round the after like taking the shooter the ju- all three judges just like sort of spring up uh just blown away given that natural 20 there uh just so thrilled with uh with the shooters for sure as we cut back to jack as you all stand in front of your kitchens and that is it for our chefs tonight i cannot wait because we're going to reveal tonight's three judges one by one and we will go round by round and tell you who won the rounds individually and then the overall winner now without further ado we'll go one judge per round the appetizer round the winner of that round was Al. Everybody give Al a hand for that appetizer. <laughs> yay, 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 yay. This time Bjorn opens with a cheer track of sorts. Well, thank you. I'm so out of breath. I need Low to crap energy. And we see uh, one partition come up. Uh, there is an elf with just beautiful... Uh, white hair, um, star, just stardust skin, and uh, these piercing uh, yellow eyes, uh, as this is a Viturian elf. And we have one member of the Emperor's house, Princess Vesrin. Everyone claps. She waves. Um as uh, we now go to the second round. In the second round, we saw so many wonderful dishes. Those lamb chops looked especially good to me. But again, you all know already, uh, and the crowd answers, you don't have a mouth. Um, the winner of the main course was Velis with the stew. Uh, a loud roar of applause there to you, Velis. And our second judge, as the second partition comes up and you see a small gnomish uh, individual, nice, long, pointy uh, goatee uh, as sort of a purple and red uh, mohawk spiked all the way up. 
This is a local tavern owner in the capital, Giovanni Lightfoot. Everyone claps. Uh, Giovanni owns the light and the cup inside Vittoria. Everyone clap for Giovanni, master chef in our presence, one of our former winners of this show. And uh, we go to the final round. Jack, tension rising. The winner of the third round, the dessert round, based purely on the taste alone, Bjorn, our Kenku guest with the shooter. Everyone uh. <laughs> claps. Bjorn, Bjorn uh, cheers again. Yeah! Woo! And then uh, <laughs> uh, claps for them- for himself. I love it. Al, Al clapping like, I, I definitely could go for one of those shooters. They look really good. I think they'd pair well with the, the Tyson Creep. I love it. Um, and we reveal our third judge. The partition opens and there's no one there. You all see as Jack walks over and takes a seat. That's right. I'm the third judge, and uh, the food is gone. None of you know when Jack went back there and disposed of it, ate it. Surprise, I was made with a mouth that could eat. Surprise. Uh, uh, Bjorn immediately <laughs> says, you don't have a mouth. You don't have a mouth. Love it. Um, and Jack turns to uh, Giovanni and Princess Vesrin. So, ladies, gentlemen, and audience members of all other kinds, tonight's overall winner, based on decoration, based on taste and innovation, the winner of Viturium Food Wars Episode 229, Velis of Valeria. Oh my god, I did it. Oh my god, I did it, you guys. Oh my god. I have to question at this point if uh, at episode 229, the reveal with Jack is done every time, or if Jack has... (laughs) just now for the first time trying to surprise everyone after for years of this show running feeding into their brains i don't have a mouth uh this was the first time jack has hosted for 229 episodes uh which there's one episode a year so it's 229 years that's Um, terrible good god uh Jack has been alive for each and every one of them and has been the MC to so many. Uh, yeah, no, this was the first time. There are elves from the Empire who have lived longer than Jack, just so furious about this reveal after all this. Oh, man, you know, it's kind of cruel that they're making this Warforged who can't eat be the host of this show, you know? Uh, and... Uh, Jack, you know, provides a sort of golden 
chef's hat trophy to you, Velis. Uh, and I literally just added up your roles in each round and whoever had the sort of highest um, average between the two scores uh, was the winner. And uh, I mean, it was close. It was very close. Velis is ugly crying. <laughs> I, I love it. Um, and as you know, the just sort of confetti rains down, uh, you all begin to share whatever was left of your dishes. Um, Jack, Giovanni, and Vesserin all chatting sort of as the music plays it off and a curtain begins to come down. Uh, the band plays out. And we hear from Jack as the camera zooms in and it's on the Jumbotron that is just now, you know, noticeable to everybody. Uh, it's a giant magical hologram uh, coming from a Warforged, like holding up their hands, projecting this image onto the screen. You know, they have Bluetooth, it's fine. Uh, and Jack is there. All right, folks, I'll see you next year for our final show. Episode 230 of Viturium Food Wars. Bye. Um, and that will do it for this week's episode of Viturium Awakening, a DD podcast. Uh that cookbook win. Honestly, it's on the way. Uh wait, how did I do? Did I do okay? Could some of those dishes maybe be doable? Uh I, I mean, yeah, yes, yes. Um, well, because I'm, I'm not a <laughs> chef, but we do have some talented people here in this cast. Um, I am a chef. Uh, James is a chef. Um, I'm sure me and James will co-author a Viturium cookbook here uh, soon. Because as much, <laughs> as much fun as it was, like there are some things that would definitely have to be changed, I'm sure. But also I really liked conceptualizing all of the different dishes. It was a fun exercise in creativity. I had a blast. I hope my three wonderful friends and companions also had a blast. I love doing these uh, little in-world one-shots. It's so fun for me to sort of branch out and take a mental break from the main campaign. Uh, I hope it is a nice break for all of the party members. Uh, we missed Eleni tonight, of course, but I am so glad that we got to cook. It was only natural. Um, happy holidays, everybody. Um, I am Robin Caulfield. You can find me on the internet at Call Me Caulfield. Uh, pretty much anywhere on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash call me Caulfield, Twitter at call me Caulfield. Uh, you can follow the show at Viturium on Twitter. If you aren't already, please do tell your friends about the podcast. We're on all platforms. Uh, you can also donate to the show at Kofi.com, K-O hyphen F-I.com forward slash call me Caulfield. Uh, all donations that come in relation to this podcast go back into making it great and me being able to uh, reward these three wonderful companions of mine. Uh, and you can also uh, sub to us on patreon.com forward slash call me Caulfield to get access to episodes of the main story uh, on Fridays instead of Mondays. So three days early, as well as the 
occasional Q&A and maybe cast interview and uh, recap show every few episodes. Uh, so again, thank you for joining us and I'll throw it over to James. Hey, this is James and I just saw this great idea. Bake like a bugbear shirt. I think we should do it. Vitrium. Uh, um, remember to wear consider your hairnet. It, consider it, it done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so pester Robin about that until it gets released. Uh, but you can find me at gravityfail87 on Twitter and plenty other social medias. I'm always making and bugging people about Dungeons and Dragons content, other tabletop role playing things. And if you want to see what other recipes uh, Al the bugbear would make, maybe they'll they'll team up with sick down the road who knows and create a just monstrous bakery with everyone else oh that is such an exciting concept sick and al in the kitchen together um and uh renee hi i'm renee she her pronouns you can find me on twitter at ray dnr as i said i had so much fun today this was just a creative conceit and a lot of fun to implement uh my mouth is watering and i will have brownies before bed uh all of my stuff is generally on that twitter including kickstarters other podcast projects i have going on casting calls uh writing posts my cats pretty much anything you could desire from me uh so follow there and uh follow everyone else from this cast please because they're amazing and tonight's champion of cooking, Food Wars Victor, Sylvia. Oh my god, I'm for Um, Hi guys, you can find me on Twitter at the Silver Ace, T-H-E-S-Y-L-V-E-R-A-C-E. And, uh, you know, a lot of lot of D hot takes and nerdy stuff and i'm working on a few projects slowly but surely so you'll get some updates on that as well um and i just had a blast uh drooling over some recipes that i either have made or want to make again or uh have not made and are going to make um this was super fun and i like fantasy food yeah uh, and on that note, everybody, thank you for listening to us, uh, this wonderful, uh, hilarious, enjoyable, exciting group that I am luckier every, every day uh, to be the DM of and a part of. Um, thank you, everybody. Uh, thank you for listening. We love you. Uh, and we'll see you next episode.